0: This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to bigheadsmedia.com for more great podcasts. DeJavier Patty said this morning that he, he feels like you guys are about to, everything's about to click into gear. Bryn said the same thing. He said you guys are starting the season over. Is that kind of the mood that? The the worst is over yet. You guys are ready to start a new season. I mean, times like that is going to make us appreciate, you know, times like, you know, where we're headed. And, uh, you know, I believe and you know, I'm happy playing with every guy on this team. So we just got to fight together and, and, you know, we'll get good results. Absolutely. We just – today we said we're starting our new season because we think we're ready to go now. So,
1: ready to do
0: it. Yeah. Yeah, we basically said we're trying to, you know, start over, start brand new and then just – get rolling and keep it going so what is up Spurs Nation Cállate la boca shut up because you are listening to a Bucking Spurs podcast brought to you by BuckingSpurs.com and the Big Heads Media Podcast Network I'm Robert Trejo Jr., your host of ABSP. Like the great GOAT Coach Pop would say, we're all about players who are over themselves and are about team success, as are we here at ABSP. So follow in the footsteps that the greatest big three to ever do it have laid down for us, otherwise known as the Spurs way. Be a true team player and subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast jam on. Get me open and nail that game-winning jumper by down screening on your phone now. And just like the Spurs with five golden trophies in that trophy case, rate this podcast five golden stars. The beautiful game that we all know and love can only man- manifest itself by collective effort of sharing that rock. So don't be a pod hog and share this podcast episode to the rest of Spurs Nation. You can do that by following us on YouTube for more Spurs content, like drive-through Spurs takes and Spurs tacos and more. Of course, you can share and follow on us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. If you want to make the first team all at BSP, go ahead and bookmark BuckingSpurs.com on your web browser now, where you can show your support and visit our fan shop for Bucking Spurs hoodies, tees, laptop sleeves, iPhone cases, and more. What is up, Spurs Nation? On this episode of a Bucking Spurs podcast, we're going to take a little trip into the future and see what January brings to the table for our San Antonio Spurs to either face adversity and get better, take some losses along the way. Of course, both are inevitable, but who's in front of us? What can we expect out of this big month, huge month of January? Okay, this is the last month before we kind of hit into all-star break. By the time we get to all-star break, we are who we are. And then it's time to take a closer look at ourselves and see, okay, is this what we're going to be moving forward at All-Star break? Because then you have the trade deadline coming around. So we're going to take a look at January and what opportunities and challenges it brings us. But first, there's a beat. So let's go ahead and drop that thing. Me. No, I don't want your suffering. I don't want your future. So you Past my future. Look for your future. That's it. God that's I love this movie. Definitely one of the, the best it. X-Men movies, besides Logan. You know, in the past, like six or seven tries by X Men. Anyways, in November, the Spurs we had a terrible month, probably one of the worst starts to any NBA season that we've had in over twenty years, and we went four and twelve in the month of November. Six and five this month so far. We still got one more game uh, tomorrow, as I'm recording this, against the Golden State Warriors. Of course, uh, depleted Golden State Warriors, but at the same time, they're they're still very tough. So hopefully, by tomorrow, by tomorrow night. You know, in the wee hours of the night, we're seven and five. Right now we're sticking at six and five, which is better. We played 16 games in November. We're playing 12 in December, and we're above 500 for the month, and that's where we want to be. we got to keep it that way. January gives us a new year, new me, new fresh start of the season. If you heard in the clips in the beginning of the episode... I think that's the feeling going through the locker room. Bryn, Patty, DJ, you know Derek. All these guys have kind of chimed in, you know, saying that you know it's a new year. We kind of feel like we're winning. Like a lot of the people were asking them like, "Hey, um, you guys are seven out of your last twelve. You know, we're actually playing pretty good now. We started it terrible, but things are starting to you know turn around. So, new year, new me. #Hashtag spurs life because we're moving forward all right so playing the top four teams in the east is probably the most interesting part of this month we got milwaukee toronto and miami those three teams we're gonna play them twice in the month of january then we got two really good west coast teams um that we're gonna be tested with and that's utah and oklahoma city thunder oklahoma city who is playing very well, playing over 500 right now. And like I said in a pod a few episodes ago, I don't think that's something that they even want. So we'll we'll see what kind of happens as the season goes on with OKC. But they're playing tough right now, and it's going to be a tough game when we play them in a week or so. Um, but this batch of games... Are the the games where realistically they should worry us a little bit as Spurs Nation, but if, if, if you're the Spurs going into this month and you're having a good amount of games that you're going to be tested on to see actually can you beat some of these better teams, you know, those are opportunities for us to grow as a team, either in a tough loss or surprising wins maybe. You know, we aren't supposed to win some of these games that I just talked about. Milwaukee's is is playing out of their mind. Miami's second in the East right now. Toronto is Toronto. You know what I'm saying? We're not supposed to win some of these games. But that's from the outside looking in. On the inside looking out, we feel we're playing well enough to beat anybody. And I think that's what the players feel as well. So this is where we compete you know hopefully we win a few of these games these tough ones and we grow as a team other than that we got six other games against teams that are below 500 just like us at the moment we're sitting in 13 and 18 um so we're five games below 500 um but twice this month we got phoenix that's that's going to be key right there we need to take care of phoenix because they're a part of this of this conversation we could use these games here to get some momentum and some wins from teams that we're trying to separate ourselves from right uh aka like the trash heap of the nba uh we don't want to you know speak ill of any teams but to be mentioned in this trash heap that i'm talking about this month we're playing atlanta who's last in the east we're playing memphis who's a tough game but they're not there Um, They beat us uh, at home on Tony Parker night, and I don't think I'll ever forget that. But we took care of them recently. Then we got New Orleans, who's not playing well without Zion. Then we got Phoenix twice, right? Phoenix two times on the road and at home. And they're a team that's sneakily good because they have some really good veterans who have just been there and done that on that team, along with Devin Booker, who's kind of came back into the fold. So I think that those games are going to mean a little bit extra when it comes to the hierarchy of the NBA, and we don't want to be considered a team that can lose to Phoenix, right? We want to actually take care of Phoenix two times in a row, and that would actually set the tone moving forward. And then we got a team like Chicago, right, who's just, you know, doing their thing in the East, but shouldn't be in the level that we want to be playing at. We should be able to take care of Chicago again, so Atlanta, Memphis, New Orleans, Phoenix twice, and Chicago. We should also take a team like Oklahoma City who's not bad. They're 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 better than us in the rankings right now sitting at 500, but I think if we can go into Oklahoma City in January and take care of business, there might be a shift or reshape, you know, of what the western hierarchy is towards the bottom of the playoffs just a tad, you know. And the Spurs as, you know, maybe they can be known as a team that is playing good you know coming into the all-star break that's where we want to be we want to be a team that people are talking about like hey this is actually a team that is playing very well they're starting to figure it out together Lamarcus is shooting more threes Lonnie's starting to play a little bit more the minutes have kind of balanced themselves out and we we can get something going before all-star break that's that's where we want to be okay now that's best case scenario when we come back we're going to talk about worst case scenario right after the break Welcome to the Podell and Piquel Show. I'm your host, Garrett Podell. Alongside me is my co-host, Jonathan Piquel. We're here to give you the real deal in sports, and we have the best guests in the world of sports. We've had NFL Hall of Fame finalists, multiple Olympians, pro athletes across the NFL, MLB, and NBA, as well as golf. Tune in to see who could be stopping by this week. So let's take a look at what the worst case scenario would be for the Spurs in the month of January. As we look at the schedule, January, we start off, you know, the month against a tough team in OKC. Let's say that this team in Oklahoma City that's supposed to be losing games and getting lottery picks is coming out tough and... They give us a good game and, and we drop one there. That's that's not the right way you want to start this month. I think that first game is huge. That first game is huge to see how we can, you know, reshape the landscape for us moving forward. But if we come out and lose to the thunder, it's just the same old same old team, different day. Right? Nothing's really changed. Then we got two back-to-back tough games against Milwaukee, right? So Milwaukee on the fourth, Milwaukee on the sixth. Let's say we we lose both of those games because Milwaukee is playing on a different level than us. They do have the reigning MVP who is playing out of his mind, and they are a better team than us. Right now, you know, I'm comfortable saying that. I'll be honest. In other years before, the Bucs couldn't hold a candle to us, but this year... They're on a mission. Shout-out to Coach Buddenhauser, right, for doing his thing. Experts, coaches everywhere. Then we got the Celtics, right? Celtics are another tough team who are playing very well. Right now, Gordon Hayward is dealing with his injuries, but Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, and Kemba Walker are doing their thing. You know, they're Team USA. Three Team USA guys right there with Marcus Smart as well. You know, so that'll be kind of interesting but they're better than us i'm not gonna lie the bucks and the celtics right now right now at this point of the season are better than us there's a lot of teams that are better than us then we get the grizzlies and let's say that's where we get our first win so worst case scenario is that we start this month uh with four straight losses against the thunder two to the bucks and one of the celtics until we finally get our first win against the grizzlies and start off one and four that's terrible then we got the the Raptors, and then we got the Miami Heat. Two more top four teams in the East. Two tough games. Let's say I'll give us a little bit of credit. Let's split those two games. Let's play. Let's say we get one of those. Then we got the Hawks, right? So let's say we're two and two and five at this point. Then you play Atlanta. Maybe we're three and five. The Heat again, you know, at home. I'm not sure how that goes. Um, but then we got Phoenix. We got a West Coast sandwich here with the Phoenix Suns, the New Orleans Pelicans, and then the Phoenix Suns again. Um, losing any of those games would hurt us. Any of those games. Then we got the Bulls, the Raptors again, and then Utah. Utah's going to be tough. That's, that's a tough Western Conference test to end the month. So this m- month actually provides us with a lot of opportunities to get better, but I'm a little worried because it can go south and it can go south in a hurry. I think, worst case scenario coming out of January, if we're sitting around 19 and 27, right? 19 wins, 27 losses, 27 losses heading into the All Star break. Oh, we're either playing for the lottery or it's time to make some trades. And if we're 19 and 27, I'm not saying that we got there by not. Playing hard, And, And that's the thing. The Spurs are not trying to lose games. We are playing our tails off. We're trying. The effort is there. I feel like we're not just, you know, trying to tank and get a lottery pick. That's not what we want. We want to be competitive. We want to be competitive now this year. But we need everyone in that locker room to get it together and do it collectively. Right. It can't just be little bits and pieces throughout the locker room. Everyone else is selfish or or not really putting winning or team priorities before, you know, individual priorities and Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. But 19 and 27 is worst case scenario. Best case scenario, out of this month, we come out 10 and 5, right? There's 15 games this month. Let's say we split with Miami, you know, Milwaukee, Toronto. We split with those three. Uh, Let's say we drop one or two to maybe Boston, Utah, which would put us somewhere around 23 and 23, 23 losses, 23 wins, which would put us at 500, which would actually put us, if we were 500 right now, would put us in the 7th spot in the Western Conference or maybe the 8th seed. 500 basketball might be what we need to be aiming for to try to sneak into the 7th, 8th spot right before All-Star break. That's where we want to be. We don't want to be outside looking in halfway through the season. We want to be kind of separating ourselves from the Phoenixes, the Minnesotas, the New Orleans the Sacramento's of the world and start bunching ourselves up right now with the Portland trailblazers, the Oklahoma city thunder. um, You know, some of these other teams that are kind of in the middle of the Western conference, right? The rockets, the Clippers, LA, those teams have the Mavericks. Those teams have kind of put themselves up at the top of the, of the West, but we're still fighting for mediocrity. And that's, that's kind of the hard part. Um, is that we're trying to get out of the bottom of the race and trying to get into the middle, and fighting for mediocrity is something that the Spurs... Don't do it's what we don't do, you know, so uh, it's new for us. But I think we got to be patient because things are clicking. I think the players know that. I think we can see that the minutes are starting to figure themselves out. I'm excited the way I see us play sometimes on the floor. I love to see Derek White and Jakob on the floor at the same time because they bring a whole defensive second shot opportunity to the table. That our first string kind of has trouble putting the ball on the hole, and when we do, we lose but when they can come out like against Memphis or against Detroit and put the ball in the hole early and actually it, it all starts and ends with LaMarcus Aldridge. He's, he's going to be our main guy. DeMar DeRozan is getting his, he's getting his 2021 20, a game. He's playing unbelievable. He's, he's averaging five or six assists a game. You know, he still does a little boneheaded things from time to time, but he's playing his tail off. So you can live with some of those things, but it, if you look at it, we win games when Lamarck Solridge goes off. We lose games when he has mediocre or subpar nights. And that's that's where we're at moving forward. So, the month of January, I'm very excited about it. We're going to have a lot of good games against Toronto, right? Uh, i like to see what San Antonio has to say to Fred Lee, right, when he comes into town. Um, Phoenix are going to be tough games. Devin Booker's young and up and coming, right? We got Milwaukee. We're going to see Giannis come into town coach bud doing his thing right and miami is a tough team and actually like you know tyler hero right so a lot of good games this month a lot of good opportunities for for us to get better if we can win some of these games that we're supposed to be losing maybe against utah maybe against boston you know maybe we can split with some of those higher teams those you know big name teams in the east i think we come out of this month with a whole different view and people are going to start talking about oh man y'all remember in the beginning of the season, everyone counted the Spurs out. Everyone thought they were done. But look at them now. You know, they're seventh in the in the Western Conference. You know, they're rolling. They've won, you know, seven out of their – or ten out of the last 15. You know, things like that going into this all-star break. And and then we can a- adjust and we can take a step back and look okay, like, okay, you know, what do we want to do as an organization? Is what we're doing right now good enough to get us where we want to be? That's competing for a championship. Is it or is it not? And that's when, you know, the new GM, you know, upstairs. Oh, shoot, I forgot his I forgot his name. Right? Right? Is his name right? I forgot. Our, new, our new GM. Correct me. Leave a comment down below if you know what his name is. But he's going to have some decisions to make. RC Buford is going to have some input on in it, I'm sure. Um, so is Pop and, the, and as the president of the organization. So there's a lot of interesting stories, storylines to be playing out this month so stay tuned stay interested right into what's going on with the spurs don't give up believe in our young guys our young guys in austin are doing big things every night every night one of those guys is going off you know kelden one night quindary another night luca another night chemezi drops you know a double double drew drops a double double one night so they are doing their things in austin so stay humble stay ready um good things are coming for us if we look into the future and, you know, get past our own whatever, I think we can see some good things out there. We just got to be patient, Spurs Nation. So thank you. Thank you, Spurs Nation, for a great year, a great 2019, looking for even better things in 2020. Thank you for all the support across, across the board. Um, be careful. Have a great night celebrating. Eat your grapes. Make your wishes. Save one of your wishes for the Spurs Nation. And uh, just kind of... Enjoy your night, drink responsibly, have fun, but do it the right way. Happy New Year's to everybody and all my listeners. Thank you guys for tuning in. Again, you can subscribe on YouTube. If you are watching on YouTube right now, leave a comment down below. Share this, put the little notification bell so you know when we drop more content. Follow us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever we you get your podcast gem on. Make sure to scroll down and rate five stars right now. Do it. Scroll down. I'm hijacking your phone stop what you're doing unless you're driving but scroll down rate five stars share this episode with the rest of Spurs Nation and go Spurs go shout out to the Big Heads Media Podcast Network again you can find all of our content at buckingspurs.com we'll catch you on the next episode go Spurs go I think Bryn or DeJounte just said uh, this kind of feels like a fresh start do you see it that way too? yeah you know gotta look at it that way you know Everybody, everybody make New Year's resolutions, right? I guess going in 2020, you know, this is our New Year's resolution. Hello, Gonzaga Hoops fans. I'm Andy Patton, host of the new ScoreZag Score podcast. It's the start of what should be another outstanding season for the Zags, and I'm here to provide three episodes per week detailing everything you need to know about this brand-new, up-and-coming Gonzaga team. With eight new freshmen and transfers on the roster, let me give you updates, analysis, and recaps of each game this season, while also diving into recruiting for upcoming seasons and providing regular recaps of these seven, yes, that's right, seven Zags currently playing in the NBA. Subscribe wherever you get podcasts. You won't want to miss out.